Welcome to another exciting episode of Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. Returning after a bit of a delay, this is a actual re-recording of Hack Slash Son of Sam Hain number five, because let's just blame it on COVID. I've had COVID, Maria's had COVID, the time you're listening to this, she'll be over hers, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. <laughs> We've had health stuff, we've had personal life stuff, uh, Maria updates stuff on her Twitter, you can go read about it there, um, it, it's just been nuts the last couple of weeks, so unfortunately, we had done this before, and then we're basically re-recording it, I hear this a lot in podcasts sometimes, as well as YouTube videos, they're like, I don't know what happened to the video, we're doing this episode over again, or they waited like two years to redo a topic or something like that in some YouTube videos because they were just so frustrated that the whole episode was gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a show I listen to called a watch called comic pop. They talk about that a lot too. Um, they've had mm -hmm. mistakes and they're like, Oh, got to re we had to re redo this episode. And I decided I don't want to do it again right away. So they moved on to a new topic and, uh, yeah, it, 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 it happens sometimes. Do you uh you have the old hot synopsis for episode for issue five? Yes. Okay. Go through the plot synopsis. I'll go through the credits and then you can start the plot synopsis. So this is Hack Slash Son of Sam Hain, issue number five. Story by Michael Mor uh, Mor uh, and Steve Seeley, Tim Seeley's brother. Art by Emilio Lasio. Colors by K. Michael Russell. Letters by Crank. Edits by James Lauder. Designed by Sean Dove. Art direction by Stefano Caselli. Series direction, Tim Seeley, and the covers by Stefano Caselli and Emilio uh, Lasio. And now, Halloween Girl has the plot synopsis for us. All right, y'all. So we start issue number five with Cassie kind of releasing her frustrations in private and stuff. We also see Aki. Um, he's kind of wanting to, you know, feel good about his darkness and all that. Um, and he definitely wants to fight back. So they decide that they go after Morento and the Death Seed. So Morento is eager to take over the world. Cassie and Aki search for Delroy's secret weapon storage in the desert. When they stumble upon Lewis, a friend of Delroy's, he tells them the Death Seed is ready to hatch soon and they need to kill Morento before it does. So they all go into a cave trying to reach a bridge where Morento is. Morento Dad Lewis and Aki tries to kill the Death Seed from hatching. Cassie kills Morento. Cassie and Aki find Lewis on the ground and help him up, and they all leave. Lewis tells Cassie that he'll be in town nearby and, you know, needs to process everything. We see Cassie and Aki drive up, and we end the story seeing the young god who hatched locked underground by a monster who appears to be from the dark order. So we open with Cassie in a dingy-looking bathroom. Looks like she's about to smash the mirror. Have you ever broken glass with your hand? It is not something I recommend. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah. I was wearing something when it happened. I didn't get a scratch on my hand, but it could be very dangerous. Yeah, I've, I've actually just did that like a few weeks ago, and I was bleeding uncontrollably, and I was like, oh, no, how do I stop this? <laughs> did you slice your wrist open? No, just 
and just my finger. <laughs> yeah, you really got funny. a lot of uh, you got a lot of veins in your fingers. You could easily slice one open. That's got a lot of blood, direct, yeah. you know, vein that goes right to your heart. So, got to be careful with something like that. In movies, yeah. you see people smashing mirrors and glass or punching a wall. Did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel? Yeah. There's a scene after Angel, um, in season four, Wesley frees Faith from prison because he needs her help to stop Angelus, who has been leashed on L.A. Um, and uh, after Faith is, like, beaten with an inch of her life by the Beast and Angelus, they come back to Wesley's apartment, and she is just battered, bruised, and bleeding and cut up. And she just starts pounding into the wall to get out her frustration over her defeat. Because she's not had a lot of defeats before, other than at the hands of Buffy. And she is trying to turn her life around and be a better person. And, you know, she is keeping her rage and anger in check. And she can't yeah. feel like she cannot fight Angelus because he is Angel, you know, her friend. Somebody who yeah. brought her back from the darkness. And she just lashes out in the bathroom, punching into the wall. But again, superhero with, like superhuman ability strength and invulnerability or healing factor is different than us doing it. So that, that always, that this scene, because Cassie is a goth chick and faith is kind of the dark goth, uh, slayer reminds me of the two, but Cassie doesn't break the mirror. So, um, but she does a good job mothering, um, Aki, which is kind of funny considering she left the life of a mother with Georgia peach behind. And now she's taking care of a new kid. So it's very interesting. <laughs> Definitely. This scene. Did you ever see Lord of the Rings? Doesn't this scene remind you of Lord of the Rings with the um, the 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 um, what's the name of this guy again? Morento. Yes, and he's like calling out for them. Now is the time for war. <laughs> yes, definitely. And have you ever seen a 1970s movie called uh, The Warriors? No, I don't think I have. Probably oh, no. the best known actor that's come from that uh, was Dexter's the guy, the actor James Rebar, I think his name. Is. He played Dexter's father on Dexter, uh, the okay. ghost, and he was uh, Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther. He was Black Lightning's uh, surrogate father on Black Lightning. Ooh. Um. Anyway, so there's a scene in the movie where like the leader is trying to rally all the gangs of New York together to stop all the war and fighting, and he yells out. Can you dig it? With his arms out in the air. Can you dig it? Don't forget, this movie took place in the 70s. So, <laughs> Think about movies today when you're like as young as you are, as semi-young as I am, and like how silly in the 70s and 80s movies are. But think about oh, yeah, what will be... Oh, yeah, definitely cheesier. Think about when we're older, like in our 60s and 70s. Oh boy. And what the movies from like the 80s and 90s, people will think about those. Oh, yeah. They're going to think we were losers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we look at old movies from like the, the, the 40s and 50s, you know, black and white. Yeah. Sometimes they're, they're not all great, but whatever. You know, they're of a different time. You know, I think Universal Monster movies still hold up sometimes, but um, definitely not everything. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, you know, unfortunately we lost, uh, we lost one of our good friends in the previous issue, Delray, but we, uh, uh, we meet this new guy, Lewis, and he reminds me a lot of Danny Trejo. Do you know who that actor is? Yes. Yes, he does. Actually, it's so funny because my dad was just like Danny Trejo. 
So it's hilarious. So yeah, like when I saw Lewis, I just thought my dad. <laughs> really? You think your dad looks like Danny Trejo? Yes. Yes, exactly like him. Like it's crazy. Um, did you, uh, were you a big fan of the, uh, uh, what is it, the, the machete films? Oh, yes. That was amazing. I think they're making another one, Machete Kills in Space. Oh. Uh. Whoa, in space. Yeah, they're wow. going to space. Oh, Mach- uh, they're supposed to be doing Machete Kills again because they did Machete. They did Machete Kills. They were supposed to do Machete Kills again and then Machete Kills again in space. Ooh. As a joke because the fourth movie of a franchise, you always go to space. Leprechaun 4 was in space. That's Hellraiser, true. Hellraiser 4 was in space. Critters 4 was in space. Jason 10 was in space, but we'll forgive it. But <laughs> a, the fourth movie of a franchise seems to go to space sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, Lewis, Aki, and Cassie break into the gathering of the monsters, and I just love the scene where Aki puts his knife right through the monster's head, and it's just a free-for-all monster attack. <coughs> excuse me, monster attack, one for all. Cassie's oh, fat, yeah. the signature blood on it, um, the artwork in this by the artist's um, uh, Emilio Lasio is fantastic. I really wish that I, I hope we get to see more of his style if uh, Hack Slash does return. The hatching oh, yeah. of the monsters from the cocoons is grotesque and something kind of reminds me of uh, the gremlins, the way they hatch from their cocoons. Oh, yes! But if this ever got made into a story... You know, even if they decided to finally do a TV show and they and they eventually get around to Son of Sam Hain, it would be cool to see um, Danny play this character. And they could do it eventually. They could do it sooner rather than later. Um, it ends on kind of a cliffhanger with this new um, monster kind of being born. And then this guy with the facial tattoos looks like the leader from earlier. But they haven't come mm-hmm. back to it. But again... Um, there hasn't been any new hack slash material other than short stories in the omnibuses since 2019. So <coughs> we're due for some new hack slash stuff. Yes, we are. Um, the ads in the back of the issue are for a comic book called Copperhead, um, Odick, Odick, uh, Rumble, Intersect, The Humans, and Synergy, uh, and Rain. A lot of these I have never read before. They're all like prop, you know, image comics, so they're all owned by their creators. I, I don't know anything about them. But that is the final issue of Son of Sam Hain. We appreciate you joining us for this look at the final issue of this miniseries. We'll be back in a couple weeks with the uh, first issue of Hack's Last Resurrection. Where can they find you online, Halloween Girl? I guess they can find me at Halloween Girl ASMR on YouTube and Twitter at Halloween Girl F1. And you can find me on the Goth Girl Horror uh, Twitter account and at my own at Christy SAV. And I do also have my own YouTube channel. We just hit over uh, 21, uh, two, uh, we just hit uh, 2,100 subscribers. So I really appreciate that. Um, as well as the Facebook page, Radio of Horror, YouTube Radio of Horror, Facebook Radio of Horror. The Radio of Horror uh, Facebook page just crossed over 4,000 followers as well, and we are now up to like 4,092, so I really appreciate that too. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with Hack Slash Resurrection number one with a little special guest that we talk about uh, the upcoming Hack Slash Seance crossover event coming up.